0: It's been a while, but View the Right Thing has awoken from its long slumber. And boy, does it have a fantastical story to tell. Journey with Wes and his brother and first-timer guest, David, as they delve into the epic quest of discussing Pixar's latest effort, Onward, a story of two brothers living in a world of long-forgotten magic, in a quest to bring back their deceased father for one special day. And now, make sure you've cleaned up after your dragon, shoo away the unicorns from the trash, and get your takeout from Manticores, because it's time for View
1: the Right Thing. Let's all go to the
0: lobby, let's all go to the lobby, let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hey, welcome back to another episode of View the Right Thing. It's been... A really long time since we've done an episode. Uh, today I have a new co-host that's helping me with this episode. Uh, it's my brother, who's in New York, David. Hey, everyone. How's it going, Dave?
1: It's going uh, pretty well. It's, uh, you know, I don't have a lot to do right now uh, with the situation in America. So uh, this is a pleasant uh, distraction from everything else that's going on, Yeah, or so- not going on.
0: Right now, we're in the midst of the coronavirus uh, pandemic, and so we're all kind of staying inside. And so he's on one side of the country, I'm on the other, and we decided to watch some movies, and we'll talk about them.
1: Is there a reason, like, is there, like, a preference to, like, why people say corona or COVID? I have no idea. Is there some sort of, like, one is more, uh, like, intellectual or less uh stereotyping or is there like there's just there's no no rhyme or reason because i see um certain public only covid and I, I can't quite figure out what the distinction is yet but i feel like some people are intentionally choosing to use one or another and i don't know why
0: okay i now uh i'm not a doctor uh I don't know for sure, but I think um COVID nineteen is the specific designation for this virus. Coronavirus is a type of virus. There can be like different types of coronavirus, I think. They're so, all related to
1: SARS and MERS, aren't they?
0: I I don't know.
1: But I think COVID is not really what this podcast is about,
0: is it? No, I think COVID nineteen is is a coronavirus. Um, I usually just say coronavirus when I'm talking because it's easier to say. But when I type, I type COVID-19 because it's faster. All
1: right. Well, I think I think this is an appropriate intro to a Disney movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so originally, when we, we talked about doing this, we um, sort of pitched this as maybe something we could do the transcript and throw up on um, on your blog, Newspaper. You want to talk about newspaper and sort of what that is like, how that kind of came to be? Like,
1: well, I don't know that's really ever truly come to be. It's it's been uh, created. Um, I had it it was really two two things that I thought about when I decided to uh, put something online. Um, One was that uh, I am now unemployed and wanted to keep busy. And that seemed like a productive thing to do. Um, the other part was that people have said to me in the past, Hey, why don't you want to write a blog about this? And I've always been very hesitant um, for two reasons. Uh, one is it seems strange to create something and then give it away for free. Um, although I think that's maybe more of the reality of the universe today. Um, and the second is that I just, I don't, know that i mean even though people said hey why don't you write a blog um i feel self-conscious about it um in that uh i don't know like why my opinion would be important or who would want to read it um but um i thought it'd still be good for me to to try and do something and so um i created this this web page that has uh, a few different segments to it um one of them is sort of like things that i do in my normal life that i've added nothing to uh there's another one that's about the wine industry which i've added nothing to um and then a few other things that i i posted supposed a couple of things on the blog um and probably the most uh like uh, used part of the site is what you've done um which is i i thought hey Wes knows a lot about uh, movies and is actually a pretty good writer and thoughtful and it'd be cool if like I could make probably this blog more interesting um, with someone who had something uh, useful to say. And so we incorporated a section uh, called movie hippo, which is sort of your uh, pen name uh, for things about movies. And I thought, you know, people are, are interested about what's good about a movie or what's new Um, it probably is even more relevant right now with the COVID slash coronavirus where people like I'm on zoom conferences, uh, you know, daily with friends and stuff. And they all um, are talking about what they're watching and uh, what they've liked. And so uh, maybe this would be even more interesting now than it would. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: uh, among the the topics that you were talking about, I mean, would you say, uh, you know, as you know, from my knowledge, seems like if i ever have a wine question not not that i drink wine but if i were to have a wine question you're the person i go to right away do you feel like that's the um the sort of like area of your expertise the thing you know the most about
1: for sure i mean it's it's the industry i've been in for most of my life right since since college i was buying wine in restaurants and um it's people people want to know more about wine i think they've been confused about wine um i think i think generationally that's starting to change, but um, yes, yeah, so, I mean, people in the past have liked wine descriptions. I kind of personally hate wine descriptions, so I'm not real excited about giving them, um, but people, I can do it and people seem to like it. Um, sometimes people want to know more about a specific kind of wine. Um, and then sometimes people want to know about the industry in general. And there's just a lot of like, not, not through, I mean, sometimes it's through effort, but not necessarily through effort, more just living it. Um, a lot of experience I have kind of piled up that, that could be shared.
0: Do you feel like when you talk to people about wine, like when people ask you questions or just have conversations with you, that um, people tend to be you know, really opinionated about it? Or do you think people are more seeking education about it?
1: I think wine people can be very opinionated about wine. Um, I think people, people, um, and, and my, my opinion of like, that's my opinion or my understanding of the consumer has evolved a lot, um, particularly in the last five years. Um, but I think that most people, um, want to feel safe in their purchase and are, intrigued by wine and, and and don't want to have an overly intellectual conversation about it. And if you can make it um, accessible in the same way that you would make discussing a film or a book accessible, um, then people are happy to have those conversations, learn a little bit and, and enjoy the consumption of that thing, whether it's a book movie or a glass of wine.
0: Right. Uh, that's kind of why I asked because, you know, obviously – in the film industry, you know, everybody has an opinion. <laughs> so um, whether they're, whether they're, I guess, sort of like movie people or not, everybody sort of has an opinion about, about film. That's why they say everyone in the film industry is an asshole. We <laughs> right. also have one of those. Right. Well.
1: So you have to, uh, we have to filter that out. We didn't, no. we didn't discuss language on the, um, before we did this.
0: No, you can say whatever you want. No, it's it's listed as mature or explicit content on. ITunes. Oh, I, I,
1: I am not mature. Well,
0: <laughs> I bet you are explicit. <laughs> uh, so, so outside of outside of newspaper uh, and wine, uh, what else? What else are you into? Video games? I know that because we play video games together somewhat regularly. Yeah, I like
1: to play them. I'm not very good at them, but I like to play them.
0: Um, yeah. Basketball in the I, I love to
1: play basketball, which is obviously not happening right now. Um, I like to run. Um, you know, and I, I read and, you know, it's, it's, I mean, there's, there's actually a lot of um, things that, I mean, this, this, uh, whatever you call it, shelter in place or stay at home or whatever is, is not been terrible for me Um you know, I, I, I like watching T V and movies and stuff, but in my daily life I feel like I just don't have time to do it unless I'm on an airplane. Um so now I can watch more and um I can read more and we can be at home and cook. We really like to cook and eat. Um so uh this is not like it's it's I, I think this is terrible for a lot of people. This has not been terrible, terrible for me.
0: Yeah. I've been looking at the photos you've been posting of the food, and I've been pretty jealous.
1: Well, I'm laying my dog in the room.
0: Humphrey's just arrived. All right, Humphrey.
1: Um, Stephanie's a great cook. And so that's, I mean, that's how we, that's, that's one of the things I think bonded early on in our dating life was she was always interested in cooking. And I, it's actually how I got into wine, right? Like I didn't know uh, literally what to bring to the table. Uh, she She would cook dinner. <laughs> and um you know that was great because we were young and couldn't afford to go out Um, and i thought well um maybe i can learn about wine and so i find out what she's cooking and then i would like you know i I couldn't really this is embarrassing but you couldn't go to the internet and search what to have with it you'd have to like go to your wine store or buy a magazine and hope that there was something similar and and then you you would Buy a bottle of wine and, and take it home and have it for dinner, and so that's what I brought, and that's how I got into wine, really. Yeah,
0: that's funny you said that. I saw I saw a post that was saying, you know, we're really lucky that this didn't this pandemic thing didn't happen 18 years ago because fun, awesome. be on, that would be oh my god. Yeah, we'd be on dial up and yeah, the first people be limited how many texts we could send. The
1: first people, I mean, this is terrible to say. But I think the first people to like jump off a bridge 25 years ago have been parents. I mean, they, I from the people I'm I, we have not talked about this movie at all, but like the um, the people I feel like are, are having the hardest time with, with the isolation is actually, I think the parents number one, because it, it's just, it's so much time with kids. I mean, the public school system is such a luxury um, because they can, you know, they have built in daycare and um, you know, and then there's the additional stress of they're supposed to be teaching them something and, that, oh, wow. i can't even imagine what that would have been like 25 years ago where there were no ipads or you know things like that um and then single friends i think are having a little bit of a hard time with it but uh yeah yeah
0: all right well i guess i guess we could talk about the movie since right. um we've talked about what's what's kept us inside forcing us to watch movies so um I guess the first the first question is is basically like did you enjoy the movie and then we'll get into why or why not. Well,
1: not a lot. I didn't. I mean, it was okay, like I I think actually I think I didn't like it. Um I think oh, interesting. I think um the only reason I have uh interest in the movie is because we're doing this podcast and and it's made me thought more deeply about it than I would have otherwise. If I would have just shown up and watched that movie without there being any like, hey, let's think about like, what was the movie trying to say or whatever? Cause I don't always, right? Sometimes I do. And sometimes I don't, but like, I don't know that I would have gone into this trying to think too deeply about it. And I think on the surface level, I would been like, this is the worst Pixar movie I've ever seen. Oh no! Well, I, I like. Well, what's it, the, you know. liked it, but what's the worst Pixar movie you have ever seen?
0: Mm, this one. I'm not. No, I'm not in love with Brave.
1: But this is way. This is way high on. Like, so you know, I'm not. I'm not good at movie stuff. So I just looked, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure Pixar's pretty good. And so you just Google popular Pixar movies, and you go Toy Story, Monsters Inc., Inside Out. Nemo, Wally, Cars, Ride to be, Incredibles. I'm like, this show is nowhere near that. Any of those?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm not that big on um, some of the Toy Story sequels. I thought the Good Dinosaur was okay, but you know what I'm saying, right? I like you know it what I'm than saying, right? Like this is nowhere
1: in the league of those other movies.
0: No, I and I and I think it's going to be few and far between that we see um, that we see those. Pixar do something like those films again? Um, I think I think those were really really special, and they were also like you know you think about like monsters, even Wally was still like kind of considered some, one of the first Pixar films, you know? Um but great, that was where they were sort of like breaking, they were breaking new ground. Right? You think that you would? I don't know. I want like
1: I I really wanted to like I the previews I thought looked
0: really good yeah well i think I think what I liked about the movie was I liked that it was a a truly personal story, and i think and i I sort of wondered I watched it with Desiree and um I wondered if she really connected to it the way I connected to it because and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to watch this with you because it's about brothers and it's about having you know, lost your father and wishing that you could have another day with them. And I thought, well, if there was ever a Pixar movie that was probably written for David and I, it's probably this one So, Um, for anyone that is listening to this, uh,
1: Wesley and our brothers and our father died just backstory. They, they,
0: they, if they've listened to pre, I guess if they're new listeners, that's, that's good. Uh, that's good. Um, info. Um, but, uh, so I kind of wondered, you know, how, how Desi received the film. And I, and I sort of wonder that about, about other people, you know, there's, um, do you think, do you think that you didn't enjoy the film because it was sort of that fantasy realm, that sort of D and D? No, 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 no. I,
1: I, um, I, so from, from the perspective that you're talking about, like, did they, deal with a serious subject matter and did they do it in a good way I think that was good right so if that, if that was yeah. the goal of that movie then that's fine um I think that it wasn't there wasn't enough levity in it for me like I want more yeah. comedy out of a Disney show um even if it's dealing with a serious matter and uh I think I don't I don't think the characters were. Like that, I mean, so first of all, there are very few characters, right? Which is a little bit unusual, too, I think. I mean, minus Wally. But, like, I think, uh, I mean, there was that that Griffin jerk, whatever that was. Um, There was the mom, or the brothers. I mean, there just weren't that many. The the cops, um, I I don't know, there just weren't that many. They just weren't, like, I don't know. Like, I wasn't like that one thing was like a cool thing or whatever. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I, don't, I didn't, I didn't love any of the characters. Uh, like, I wanted to love more of the, like, uh, peripheral character characters more than, than just the main characters. The main characters were fine.
0: Yeah. Well, it's interesting, because it's actually one of the reasons I, I really liked it was because they, they kind of honed in on the relationship of the two brothers. Right, they didn't spend kind of. I think to what you're saying, they didn't spend much time um, in exploring motivations by any other characters. Like, I, I think probably the thing that I think could have they could have expanded on was their their stepfather, right? Like the new the the mom's new guy, the cult. Um, I felt like that wasn't really. Oh, the Minotaur guy. Uh, yeah, the Minotaur. Whatever guy. it is Yeah. yeah. Um. I felt i I think to your point, I felt like that could have been explored a little bit more but i I think what I liked about it was that it it was more kind of honed in on the two brothers um, yeah i, I think that was good i just i i'm just i'm I'm still fine
1: I don't know that makes a good film i think i think i feel like they yeah. i feel like, like they missed the piece where they entertain me at the same time they developed this great relationship. Because I didn't feel, that's the thing, is I didn't feel entertained. So I, I can, I can, I can grant what you're saying, that that's um, good character development, interesting story, but not particularly entertaining, right? There's a lot of, like, really good books that are written um, in terms of, like, content and relationship, but just is that, sure. they're, they're not that great to
0: read. Do you think that maybe it was too personal of a no. story? That maybe, like, so, like, so... So the, the background of the movie is that the director, Dan Scanlon, um, his father died when he was one uh, and he had a, a brother who was a few years older than him and he sort of grew up always sort of wondering like who who is... I father. wondered if
1: there was a personal connection for the person who wrote
0: it. Yeah. And so, you know, he, this this was all happening. This happened to him. You know, this happened in the 70s and so sort he sort of envisioned this idea that like you know what's what's a staple of the 70s well like a van with a bitchin painting on the side right so he took that like what what would be on the painting of the side of this van and what what can we tell about that world and so he took this sort of like you know winged horse idea and kind of went this mythical route um and Um, so, you know, I think it's, I think it's very personal and I, and I, that's, I guess that's why I asked the question is maybe, maybe it's, it's so personal that they're so invested in telling the story of like, you know, this director is so intent on telling the story of him and his brother that they, that they, that they didn't have time or room for other people or other characters. Maybe,
1: maybe, I don't know. I, I just, uh. Yeah, I don't know if that's if, if I, I don't know if that's what caused it to be that. But but I think if I just take a step back and say, is this really a complete movie? I don't think so. Like I don't I think it, I think it's <laughs> it it's it's not worthy of what Pixar has done in the past. And um and I'm I'm obviously not an expert. This is from a like you're an expert. Like I I am like a consumer, and I think it's not uh, worthy of of. Cause I think Pixar has made a poignant film that is entertaining along the way. And I didn't find this that entertaining along the way.
0: You know, you know what movie I liked as a film better from Pixar, but I actually think this is a more complete story. I loved up. I liked up a lot up. too. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think like, as far as like having sort of a message, than sort of like coming full circle. Oh, like I felt like yeah, I've, I've loved I things I like kind of, yeah, I get that. Um I, you know one of the things that I that I loved about the movie is like you sort of you know when you've when you've lost somebody you sort of like ask that question like what what would i give up if if i could have more time or or whatever and um and then if you had that time what would you do is sort of the question right and something i loved about this movie was that this character had this list of all of these things that he would want to do, and they're all like the most yeah. like they're they're all mundane, right? They're all normal. They're not none of them are like go on an epic adventure or go to the fair or anything crazy. They're like play catch and yeah. They ask I mean, questions. I,
1: and, go ahead, and finish your 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 thought here.
0: Um, and I just think I I I think there's something like something to be said that like when you have hindsight um the most the things that you remember the most are like the most mundane right like making making dinner with dad or or whatever right or you know for us it was christmas christmas morning we would always make matzah with with that or our our version of it Um you know that's a pretty slightly disagree with you
1: just just slightly i think you're just slightly i think um I don't think they were, my, what I, my, from the movie anyway, my take was that they weren't mundane, but that this person had someone else in their life that gave them those experiences. They weren't, they weren't, they never became, the experiences never became mundane. The idea of who provided them um, was transferred to his brother. And so, not mundane at all they became incredibly meaningful and i think that's what the character learned was that learning to drive is maybe mundane but whether it was that his father time or it was this other person that took the place of his father um was incredibly meaningful to him and so i don't know
0: um yeah i think i think we're i think we're kind of agreeing on the same thing i think like i guess what i'm saying is like the individual acts in themselves are mundane. It's, 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 um I don't know, of all the, of all the things that you could think of to do, normal things were the things that he chose. I, I yeah, guess you know, I also I, I guess think that like, it, like in, in that, gifted.
1: Yes, I agree. I mean, you and I, especially at this age, like these are all mundane things. I think when you're, a fifteen year old they're incredibly
0: important yeah 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 no, and i and I, i'm I'm just saying I'm talking about like from a hind, yeah, hindsight yeah. perspective, I'm not talking you know like, and I think that's one of the things that I really thought was kind of the movie could have chosen to do something different, but as as they wrote the film or as they as the director chose to tell the story, he chose to make sure like the the things that you remember are those kinds of things. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and I thought, I thought there's some like real beauty and sort of like the magic. No. And I think, I think to that itself. point, I think, again,
1: I think if I really choose to delve into this movie, I think there's good stuff about yeah. it. I think there's lots of worthwhile things to think about. And um, if I just take it as a, like I watched the movie, I'm not sure to liked it. If yeah. I want to like dig into it because we're doing this podcast, I think there's a lot for us to talk about. Um, weirdly i have to stop for like 15 seconds to let the dog out of the room because he's trying to gather
0: yeah no go ahead this this happens a lot in the podcast somebody will come in that come in the room and i'll tell steve steve's my normal co-host and i'll just say vamp for 10 seconds while I, you'll get it you know get the dog out or whatever so it's pretty normal i don't know that you can hear me but I'll keep well, it no, it's great.
1: Um, so, because at the same time, I can get myself more wine. It so it's great. Everything worked out. Huh. Um, okay. Um, so, let me ask you this. Um, and then we go back yeah. to more serious stuff at the end of this. Um, are there famous people in this?
0: I mean, Chris Pratt. Wait, so wait. You have to, so
1: All right. So, let's, let's explain... Um, I don't know who anyone is even if I physically see them okay right like I just don't I don't pay attention to it and it makes me a bad consumer of someone else's art right like I should appreciate them and know them and recognize them and I don't and I don't remember who they are and I don't remember what they've been in Chris Pratt I think was
0: in yeah. Star Trek right Chris Pratt no that's Damn <laughs> it. Chris Pine. So, so, bad at this. so Chris so who's Chris Pratt okay so Chris Pratt is stars in the Marvel oh, Star in the Marvel movies Okay and Tom Holland his the guy that played his younger brother is Spider-Man in the This mar- is mar- all Marvel? Movies. No it's just those two guys just happen to be cast together Is this all Marvel? Know? I mean at this point at this point like who hasn't been in a Marvel movie you know I man, have like, not like, been a, in like a there's so many people connected I have not been What's in a Marvel that? movie What's that? You know, I mean Okay. You're not But
1: expert. I have amazingly good books. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, wait. So wait, is Disney owned or does Disney own Marvel?
0: Uh-huh. Yes. They own Marvel? They they own Lucas. They Jones. own D S P N too. Wars. I thought so. Yeah. Something just
1: happened like when I went in. Oh, by the way, well okay, let's finish this this bit. Alright, so uh Chris. Pine is in this, which which Chris is no
0: Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt is in this. Chris Pine is. In I Star really Star. like
1: Chris Pine.
0: I like Chris Pine too. I like Chris. Wouldn't you
1: prefer it to be Chris Pine?
0: No, not necessarily. Okay.
1: He was but, which one was Chris Pratt?
0: Movies. Chris Pratt was on the show. No, no, which on one was one he Pratt? in the movie? He's the brother, Barbara. Okay, yeah, exactly. and then who was
1: who was uh. I don't even know the main character's name, Osley. Yeah, who is he?
0: That's Tom Holland. That's Oh,
1: because I was like, how did they make him sound like such a little kid? But then that makes sense now. Yeah.
0: And then um, the mom was Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, okay. And the manticore was Octavia Spencer.
1: Oh, all right. I mean, I, I assume there must be famous people in it, but I didn't know who they were. Yeah. Okay.
0: I mean, Tracy, Tracy Ullman had a small part in it and actually really liked her part. She was the pawn shop. Oh, yeah, she was good. Yeah. She
1: reminded me a little bit of the character in Monsters, Inc. that, uh, you know, when he's like, where's your paperwork? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Roz.
1: Um, so I think the All right, so what do you think the funniest bit of that
0: show was? Of Onward? The funniest bit of Onward? That's a really good question. Because, you know, it's tough because what really stuck to me, you know, because I like such schmaltzy things um, and I like a good cry. That's the stuff that, you know, the emotional stuff is the stuff that really sticks out to me. I like some of the stuff in the, um, in the, uh, the Manticore Tavern. I liked some of that just because there was lots of like hidden things in the background. Um, yeah, as a video as a video gamer, I got a big kick out of somebody playing Prance Prance mm-hmm. Revolution instead of instead of Dance Dance Revolution. Um, I liked that the uh, that the Claw Machine was the oh that was good outlet. that was good. Um, yeah, a lot of the stuff in there in in that. So that I'm component.
1: I'm even more uh you know. Baseline humor than that. Like that's like you're you're looking for like clever humor. And for me, the stuff I thought was really funny was with uh, the legs. I thought the legs were like the legs made me laugh. That was the only thing that made me laugh in that movie. Yeah. Honestly, for the most part. I mean, the other stuff that was like cute and clever, but the only thing that really made me laugh were the legs. And and I said that to Stephanie. And she said it was a little bit like Weekend at Bernie's. Right, and okay. and um, and I don't know if I've ever actually seen that film, but I've I've seen bits of it or whatever. And I think she might be right, um, but I there was just a lot of like quasi slapstick stuff. Even even when they were dancing, and he like it's like oh, I don't know what the top half would look like. And he put his top half on there. I like that. I, I thought that stuff was like the the because the, it, it it was it was constant throughout the movie. It was. It was the only... You're right, there's so much like, relationship uh, building or exposition or seriousness overall, the only comedy relief that was with them throughout the entire thing were these legs, and and the, the fucking, like, being pulled over by the cops and, like, spilling out of the car like a drunk was hysterical.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I like that, too. So, I didn't think the movie was... That great or that funny? I'm going to play this for you because this is something um, I'm I'm doing now. I started in January. I'm not very good at it, but I actually thought the movie was better this way. You ready?
0: Yeah. Ay, no sale este hechizo de levitación. ¿Y si pruebo otro diferente como rayos cercanos? Sí, un mago nivel uno aprender el hechizo más difícil del libro. Vamos a seguir con los sencillos. Sí, pues At no this, this point, chorando. they're in the van pues, trying yeah, to lift up yeah, a can yeah,
1: of soda. Si esperas que funcione, tú debes avivar tu llama interior. ¿Qué?
0: Tu llama interior. Debes hablar con pasión. No te limites. Elevus levitar. No, así. Elevus levitar.
1: Anyway, I thought, like, if if you really want to enjoy this movie, I think maybe Spanish is the way to go. Interesting. Um, so, um, and so you, you go to, if you have Disney Plus, you can go to Disney Plus and you can change to Spanish and you can put subtitles on it. And I thought that was really some great acting. I mean, Chris Pratt may disagree. Or Chris Pine. yeah maybe. Chris Pine might like it better. <laughs> is, this going, is this going badly?
0: No, it's not going badly. I'm just thinking about how many Chris I, just you keep saying Chris and I, I keep thinking about how many Chris's there are in yeah. the Marvel universe. Um, so, uh, Chris, Chris Pine is in Chris Pine is in the DC universe. Uh, by the way, he's in the Wonder Woman. You know. No wonder he's not in this. Then yeah. um, he was great as Captain Kirk. He was great as Captain Kirk. I hope. I hope that he comes back and does another one. But we'll see. Quin split the- Here.
1: Here are the last two questions. I think, unless you have an, uh, another one,
0: I don't want to. No, I, I, I'm a little bit. My my style on the podcast is more just. As questions come up, or just talk about sort of the things that affected you. I'm good. Right, So, what, what do you question? see, do you
1: do you? So,
0: how much
1: do you impose yourself on this movie? Um, do you see yourself as one of the two brothers between us?
0: It's funny. I do a little bit. Um, I, even though I'm the younger brother, I think I'm more of the the barley of the I completely universe. agree.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I think I think uh uh there's a lot that you, well so there there's a bunch I think that um well, first of all your uh whether it's your D&D games or whatever like you you know sort of the mystical like uh uh specific instructions you have to follow and, and what it means. So there's that. Um, sure. I also think that, yeah. um, you have a belief in, uh, what could be, um, uh, versus my pessimism. Um, and I think that there's a lot of things that, uh, that you've certainly shown me are. are Work out to be true that I wouldn't necessarily believe to be, and and so I think that's for sure. I I I I thought the same thing.
0: Yeah. Well, why do you why do you feel like you're more? like I don't
1: know that I think I'm as much like I thought there was a loss of that like you and barley. I don't know why I think I'm like Ian. I don't necessarily I don't necessarily know that I think I'm like Ian as much as I think that you're more like barley than I would be. How about you?
0: Uh, well, I mean, I definitely think that there <laughs> I I mean just just oh boy, how 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 deeper uh like traumatic do we want to go into it? Um like I I throughout life I mean I mean we all do, but I always feel like um I've made a lot of mistakes and I always felt like uh um you kind of had things together um, that you were like really well put together and that you like thought things through really well. I mean, I definitely remember plenty of like, you know, dumb things oh, you did yeah. too, but oh, just, um, but like, but you know, like, you know, you, you always like you did, you, you did a good job in school. You helped me, you know, graduate when I almost didn't graduate from, from high school and, um, you always just seem like really, really well put together and like thought out, and that's kind of like how I view Ian, right? Is like, yeah, that's what that's what makes a good odd couple. Like if you have somebody who's like a little bit of a screw up and, um, and is willing to believe in flights of fancy, then you've got to have somebody who's grounded, yeah. and that's, that's that might of be a more senior yeah, smoke and
1: mirrors and... and but uh, <laughs> all right so I, so on the um so on the more serious bit of this i will say um i think that the part of this movie that was very good that, that i liked the most um was uh sort of um so just on you know on a personal note between about our father, like I, um, I, I try and stay away from cliches as much as possible. I I hate them. I really hate them. I hate cliches. I hate things everyone says. Um, and I, I don't, I don't think I came to terms of this until dad died. Um, this cliche of like. Someone is always with you, and um I think that the movie had um they, i don't a bit of that you know I, I don't know if it was quite as obtuse as i'm i'm saying it now, but I think you know they were saying it through the brother you know the you, you have access to your father sort of thing and um but I think that um I think about this day. I want to run today. And I think about it, and, um, and I, I think about this a lot. And I, I, I don't know if I believe in it. I, I think maybe I believe in all of it. I think, um, I think some people believe that somewhere in the ether, a lost person is still with you, right? That their soul. I don't know how to stop this thing from being uh, uh, <laughs> that, that a loss soul is around you, right? That their there's souls that exist in the universe. And, um, that's a little bit for me. It's a little hard for me, but I, I don't necessarily deny it because I feel like since Dad's gone, um, I do feel something. Um, I don't know if that's, again, because he's out there in the ether or it's just me wanting to feel it. Um, I do think that there is this idea of um, whatever things come and go in life. Right, and that's like the universe gives you whatever time you have here, and who you are is made up of the things that you encounter. And that was a thing that I encountered very intimately um, for a period of my life, and it's made who I am, so it can never go away. And so I think uh, you know this is probably way beyond what the movie did, but it certainly like brought up all of these issues and things, right? So um I think sure. that's not but I don't think it's too far away, right? It's like there is this like inkling of a thing. It's not the full person that that emerged, right? It was half the person. It was like an inkling of a thing. and right. um yeah you know and and it didn't have to be the actual thing for because whoever made up his old, his older brother that taught him how to drive and stuff was somehow informed by the relationship that he had with his father. And so, you know, by proxy, you know, some transitive, you know, process had access to his father. And so, um, this person lives on through other people or through what's missing or whatever. So I thought, I, I don't know. That's, that's, very inarticulately said but like it was like stuff that I thought like was stirred up in me okay. and I think and I do think that that's the, what you're saying a good part of the movie right it's it's it, it, it dealt with a very serious yeah. issue and it did it in a pretty good way I still don't think it was a very good movie
0: so let me ask you I mean we should wrap up here shortly but I, since we're talking about some of the heavier stuff um, was there a moment in the movie when they were dealing with like, sort of like loss or their grief that you connected with that you were sort of like, I remember this, like, for example, for me, it was actually really early in the film when he puts the tape, the cassette tape in the, in the, um, in the boom box to listen to his father talk. Um, I remember really vividly uh, after dad had died um, I was still living in Seattle and, um, I, I had this like realization that I couldn't remember what dad sounded like and I like panicked and I like, I tore my, my bedroom apart looking for, um, that last Christmas that we spent with him. We, we recorded a ton of stuff and I just was looking, just tore the room apart, looking for the tape of Christmas so I could hear what his voice sounded like, um. And that really, like, that moment of him, like, listening to that cassette tape really connected with me. Was there, was there anything in the movie like that for you? And it's okay if it wasn't.
1: Huh. I don't know. I mean, I... I don't... think so. Um... Yeah, I I don't I don't think it was the same. Um, yeah, I I, I I I mean, obviously, uh, you have to, and I think most people do. I have thought about it a lot, and I I don't think anything is quite the same um, for me. Um yeah. but you know, it's uh, for anyone that's listening, um, it's uh, it it is. <laughs> I mean. And I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't. I, I'm curious if it's different. Like, who knows how long mom's gonna live? Hey, mom. Um, but they the, I mean, I, I don't know if it's gonna be different if mom would be 100, right? If we're gonna feel very differently about it or not. Um, uh, mm. it, it seems more tragic and sad, you know, um, when you die younger. But but anyway, I I don't know. I I just I just have uh Really, yeah. There, there was nothing there. I mean, it's weird because this this guy died young too, uh, but there, there was nothing yeah. there that like reminded me of what I went through when Dad died. Yeah. But I will say that when you sure. lose, anyone's listening, when you lose a parent, I think. I mean, I, I don't know what it's like to lose a, a child, right? So I, I can't comment on that. When you lose a parent, um, it it leaves. Uh, a hole um that that just doesn't get it, it, it your ability to deal with it changes over time but it never gets filled.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I um I I uh heard this analogy once that like losing someone in grief is sort of like especially when they're close to you is sort of like um being in a shipwreck. And so, like the ship sinks, and you're just like pounded by all of these waves. And eventually, the waves get farther and farther apart. And so that's sort of grief washing over you. And eventually, that grief, like you learn to deal with it, and it starts to feel like it gets further and further apart. The waves get further and further apart from <laughs> each other. And that's kind of, right? Like, kind of, kind of how it is, right? Like yeah, you get better you. dealing with it, and, and then,
1: but I, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't yes. Like I've moved on and I I do different things with my Sunday nights, but um, I still very much would like to call and talk to them.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well
1: Disney. Way to go, Disney.
0: We did it. Great fucking movie, Disney. (laughs) Well, I mean they have a they have a pretty strong history of, you know. Um, of yeah, killing off well, parents, um, you know? I think it was. I think it was
1: a below-average Pixar movie.
0: All right, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was. I thought it was probably more in the average range. I liked it. It's no Monsters Inc. Pixar films. <laughs> well, not not much as Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. is. I think Monsters Inc. is the pinnacle of. Yeah, it was good. Pixar the Incredibles is very good. Incredibles is good, you know. Toy Story is good. Um, Do you I think we're going to talk about this movie for fifty minutes?
1: Did you think we'd be able to talk about this movie for What's fifty that? minutes? I did not. I was like, oh, this is going to be like we, a, yeah. a fifteen-minute conversation.
0: Well, because you know, it's it's not just about the movie. It's sort of about you know us and and what we the takeaways that we got from it and sort of how that affects us personally that's the that's one of the things i love about film is that you know you there's all these different arts involved you know it's it's music and it's visualist photography and it's, well so do you think the, cartoons or the card
1: do you think that the i there. call them cartoons that's, a, that's probably not the right term anymore but like did you think that the the, the animation was like just was there anything new or good about that
0: Um, no, I didn't feel like they took a step forward in animation or anything. It's not like, you know, when Toy Story came on the scene and we hadn't really seen anything like it before, or um, or even like Wall-E or even Monsters Inc. You know, if you think about like the fur on Sully, like each individual like hair is like the and like the stars in Wall-E and stuff. You know that nothing nothing struck me as particularly innovative about the the technique of of the animation but um i i thought the story was really personal and um i would rather watch a story that comes from like a very deep personal space than a story that's just like you know just wrote so um so how do we do what do you think
1: yeah on the podcast yeah, we did great. Um, and we it, so what, we are you, what are you, thinking, you thinking that we should watch next?
0: Well, I was going to leave that up to you. You should you pick want a movie and, and I'll pick the next movie? One. Do you want me to pick a movie? Yeah, okay, I mean, I, I think me everyone is probably later?
1: even though we're on the verge of an hour on the edge of their seat to know what we're going to talk about
0: next. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you still haven't seen it, because we talked about it recently,
1: Clue. I feel like I saw... That's an old movie, isn't it?
0: Yeah, we were talking about it like a few months ago, and you said you've never seen it. And I told you the cast, and you were like, how could that cast be seen? Maybe I didn't see it. Let's watch it. Let's watch it. I did it. watch I the other it. movie, like, I though, seen that, that so like kind of liked it
1: for me. I think it sounds like Clue. Um, did you see Knives yeah. Out? Or what did that? Knives out was spectacular. I love Knives out. Knives out.
0: Yeah.
1: Pissed I mean Knives
0: onward. out is Knives out now Knives out is way better way better than Clue. As far as as far as like a film and a complete story, uh I think Knives out is a much much better movie than Clue, but Clue is like a silly fun 80s movie uh, that I feel like if you haven't seen it you need to see it. If right, you can't remember you it. it you probably should watch it again. Um, All right. All right.